This is the Blended Creole Podcast, where we discuss two lives, Southern and Haitian roots. Join us as we talk about family, investing, and seeing the world. While learning about how we tackle blending our lives, from our finances and redefining our relationship with debt, to our Insta family. Welcome to the Blended Creole Podcast. I'm Jay. And I'm Liz. Welcome to the Blended Creole Podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Jay. And we are checking in for our monthly accountability mm. um, in terms of how are we doing with paying down our debt and handling a budget. Um, and this, this is for the month of March. Month of March. The and infamous month of March. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of feeling like is every month about to be infamous because maybe this is just life. Maybe, maybe. I hope not. March is a very eventful month. So um, if you, oh, was it? Go ahead. Sorry. I almost cut you off. My you bad. did cut me off. I did. Just apologize next time for cutting me off. But yeah, March. Oh, <laughs> oh you were so disrespectful. March, I definitely said my bad. March is a very eventful month. Uh, and a lot of interesting things happen. So um, we're excited to finally be back recording. Uh, you, 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 shade. You I want y'all to know that's shade coming from my husband. How's that shade? Oh, when are we going to get back to the podcast? As if we haven't had a lot of stuff going on. You I definitely shaded me. Like- well, you weren't shading me there? Okay, I'll take it back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I was, okay, all right. It well, felt I, shady. I wasn't going to tell anybody. <laughs> it felt shady. It okay, felt shady. Right. I'm just telling you. Somebody's feeling guilty about something. I'm not something, feeling but guilty okay. about anything. Life happens. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So let's just kick it off. I was actually talking about the hospital incident. That's exactly, oh, that's exactly what at? I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, we had a whole lot going on. This week has also been. <laughs> Somebody's guilty about something. I'm not that? guilty about anything. But the the first week of April has definitely thrown us for a loop. Um but let's just start off for any of our new listeners. Um, so we're doing this accountability check every month to basically check in about where we're at with our goal of paying off our debt, which how much debt do we start off with, Jay? $500,000. Half a million. Half a mil. Half a mil. Oh. Worth of debt. And that is across our consumer debt. So credit cards, student loans. That also includes our real estate uh, rental properties, as well as that's it. Uh, a couple of loans. We oh yes, personal loans, loans. Personal loans or credit cards. You said, you said credit cards. Credit right? cards. Um, yeah, and that's it. And mainly real estate. Mainly real estate. And so, if you're a first time listener, uh, you know, a few podcasts ago, we talked about essentially how we've had a reset, and we went from uh, taking kind of the Dave Ramsey approach to wanting to pay off all of our debt. And then we got a little bit ahead of ourselves with real estate investments and realized how uncomfortable we were with carrying so much debt. And now we're basically going back to a reset of going down to hopefully just one rental property, um, and then paying off all our consumer debt. And we set a goal to pay off this half a million dollars worth of debt Hopefully by the end of this year. End of this year, December 2021. So we have some hustling to do. Um, and part of how we're paying off the debt is we are unloading 
um, the majority of our real estate portfolio and we're only going to keep one property which is about seventy thousand dollars worth of debt but um, it is ca- it's a cash flowing property all of our properties were cash flowing but this one is has cash great margins. the most and um so we're excited about excited about that and we are on on pace to, to do that even though march seemed to be a very uh it's not gonna sound ex- and hectic month yeah um we got some good things coming up this this week actually so we do. Uh, Lord willing, this week is, you know, anything that's right. Happen, nothing, nothing. Until the until ink signatures. dries and cash <laughs> is in the account. Yeah, we all so. never know. So to date, uh, we have paid off $98,647 worth of debt. And so if you tuned in. Just be excited about that. That's $100,000 that, $100, of debt in, was it three months, three and a half months? Right. And <clears throat> look, we um, were definitely very ambitious towards this. And that much amount of debt paid off from the start of January till now is no easy feat. Um, And so if you tuned in to the last accountability check, uh, we basically added about roughly $3,000 towards uh, our debt because last time we checked in, we were at $94,000 in the month of February. And a huge chunk of that $94,000 was from selling one of our first properties. Um, And so this month, uh, we are now at $402,000 worth of debt that we have left to pay off. And we made a large $3,000 payment to one of our credit cards. And so we are snowballing the debt. So those of you familiar with the Dave Ramsey method. Yeah, we're using the snowball method and paying down our largest credit card. I mean, me, our, our smallest credit card down and it snowballs that monthly payment that would be going toward that, that credit card snowballs into the next credit card. So um, we made a nice chunk off of the credit card, the next credit card that was on the list. And that should be paid off by next month. Um, well, it will be paid off by next month, maybe yep. next next week, depending on how things go with uh, <laughs> these closings. But uh, yeah, we we are still making progress, still chugging along, despite all the hiccups and the and the um, issues that we had this month. So, and I think this is one thing we probably can talk about is whether or not we consider these things issues, or is this just life? So, we do have a monthly budget. Um, that is budgeted down to all of our monthly bills and what we've allocated for us to spend on groceries, all those random, not random, all your life expenses that are not one-time payments throughout the month. Um, But let's go to some of our one-off expenses or changes that we had to account for for the month of March. So... Our largest uh, expense, unexpected expense, was uh, was uh, paying for a, buying a car for my mom. Um, she recently came back from her home country, and before she left, uh, my brothers and my brothers and sisters and I established that we had to get her a car. It's a uh, again, we come from a big family of six of us, so we decided, you know, which is really we, nice. We all pulled together to get her a car. No excuses, everybody. Uh, puts up a certain amount of money. Um, we had one one of my one of my brothers was uh, responsible for actually going out to find the car. So he found the car, gave us the price, and we said, "All right, this is how we're gonna bust this one down." Here, here's the price. This is the amount we need. Um, so that that was the biggest expense for this year. And every time I every time I go see my mother or my mother comes back um, from her homeland, I always just drop off cash for her. So 
Um, and again, that's not something that's unexpected. It's something that uh, that Liz and I have already discussed. And, you know, we we're super family oriented. So being able to purchase a car and not just I think, you know, yes, in this instance, it was for uh, my mother in law. And uh, but I think for us, we want to help our family members wherever we can, Absolutely. when and if we're able, as long as it's not putting us out and we're not able taken away from us meeting our basic needs, there's no reason why, at least I feel like in our hearts, that we can't help uh, anyone else out in our family. Um, so that expense for us for the month was $2,000 total. Um, and then you guys know we have a property, our first renovation to together. So it is under contract. And if the Lord says the same, Ooh, it'll be sold by Wednesday, Wednesday. Oh. And so this we're recording this now. It's uh, early April. So mid April, this should be sold. But as everyone knows, when you sell a property, people get their inspections and with the inspections, depending on what's going on with the property, Sometimes the seller, I mean, the buyer is asking for certain things to be fixed. And and in, in this case, she asked for quite a bit, but um, there were some safety concerns that um, were legitimate. So we decided to, we elected to to fix those, fix those uh, concerns. And that's what, that's what came up in, in the inspection report. Um, initially, the inspection came up report, let's say with 10 to 15 line items. We agreed to fix seven line items, um, things that, you know. Were safety concerns. Were safety concerns. Um Thankfully, it didn't cost as much to, to fix those, but it, it was it an was unexpected uh, expense that we did, that we didn't we didn't think we would accrue for for this month. So that had to be taken care of. And again, um, in order for that to, for in order for the house to sell, you know, this had this, these these it was necessary needed, needed to be taken place. So right, um, and so, so it we was went ahead and, and paid that. Unfortunately, it didn't want to, but and then that also added to the amount that we the amount of renovation that we did to this house as well. So. Um, even though it's eating a little bit into our bottom line, you know, it once this house sells, Lord willing, if it sells when it's supposed to sell, um, it will it make a significant dent in in our in our overall um, debt. becoming debt free. Right, and so that total came up to for all the repairs about another almost close to another two thousand um, dollars, and we also at the end of the month we've talked about we made the decision uh even though the public schools in our area are all starting to go back full time we made the decision to put our son into a private school um and as you know we took ten thousand dollars out of his 529 plan and we have a balance um of about i think four almost five thousand dollars that we need to pay by july and so what we're doing is we're taking cash at the end of each month and setting that aside uh, in savings. So this month we put aside uh, $1,570 towards being able to pay cash for private school for our son. At private school, and that includes the camp too, right? I that mean, doesn't include camp. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's saying, oh, my gosh. Camp's at the, at the end of our uh, sheet that we're following, <laughs> and he's looking at that number. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But don't don't be so afraid, my love, I'm because we do have our FSA dependent yeah, that's care true. That is true. Yeah, with money that, that, that we will get some of this money back. <laughs> um, we had an emergency dental expense mm. pop up thanks to uh, 
a tooth that was needed to be extracted. Yes, not from either of us, but from the kid, um, and that set us back two hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, to get a tooth pulled and the majority of that bill actually was the laughing gas which yeah we, which is i mean unusual look, but i mean he needed to not laughing gas instead of a shot look he there. was wide awake laughing enjoying the time but i will tell you laughing gas i believe if i recall <laughs> correctly was probably about like 150 to 170 dollars yeah, and insurance good. doesn't cover that and that was for the first hour luckily uh Actually, when you think about it, it's almost a ripoff. It took her all of like 10 or 15 minutes to pull out the tooth. And they charge you for a whole hour. Ridiculous. (laughs) Um, And then our final unexpected expense was we did purchase a new computer to help us with this podcast. Um, And it decided to have a Windows update that the computer didn't like. So we had to spend $150 to have a tech come out and repair the computer. Um, but you gave really good tips on hopefully how to prevent that from happening in the future. Um, so a total uh, we had, let's see. So all these expenses, you know, you you hear other other podcasts. These are these are things that just come up. These are the life things that happen. Murphy's Law. Um, you know, as we go through this process, we're we're hoping and praying that everything goes smoothly and every month is the same and you know uh we stick to the budget and everything everything goes right but unfortunately um these things do come up these family events come up these emergencies come up um these priorities like school um with school making repairs making repairs come sell something so you know we you know we this is why we put ourselves in this position to be able to handle that and not have to um, go into credit card debt for any of this and be able to, to, to pay for all these expenses outright and, you know, and be done with them as, as they come. Um, these, well, I'm sure these won't be the last no. uh, expenses that come up randomly in a month. We have some unexpected expenses probably going to hit us up in the next few weeks. I'm sure. Um, for yeah, April. <laughs> I, I was unfortunately hospitalized while we took our, um, while we took our little quick spring, spring break. break trip while we were in Colorado with friends. Thank God our friends were there. And thank uh, God he's okay. So like okay. hospitalization. Colorado or not. almost took your boy out. Like <laughs> And this it wasn't COVID. It was altitude uh altitude sickness. sickness, thankfully. Um but altitude sickness is a legit thing. It can hit any and everybody, no matter how fit you are. Um, but in terms of those one off expenses, we were close to six thousand dollars in one off expenses for the month of uh March. So we often get have discussions, and we had some interesting discussions this month, I think, during the trip for Colorado about budgeting. Mm. So let's be real about budgeting. How's your budgeting going, Liz? Hi, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that how's the me. budgeting going? So no. look, we are still over under in our budgeting. And, and when I mean over under, meaning um, in some categories, for instance, our allowances, we're not spending the money. Um, for other categories, we are out of control. Oh man, it both, is. We both are. Yeah. Um, Hence, we. I mean, I'm glad he needs to clarify that. I'm for just, you I'm guys. just clarifying that because so you don't want to be embarrassed on the podcast. Who but. gonna be embarrassed? <laughs> you eat just as much food oh, as I do, boo. Okay, so okay. like, it's not no, even. Uh, our, our takeout budget is um has been blown uh, an extreme amount. 
Yes. Um, and you know, it's at a point where we definitely have to take it. We thought we had it under control. <laughs> we thought we had it under control. If anyone goes back to listen, you guys will probably hear that I've alluded to the fact that we probably need to adjust that takeout budget, but somebody would like to continue to keep it low. We need to continue to keep it low. But we, I mean, this we, month was ridiculous, though. It was. It really was. So we budget. We went from, I think, 150. And I wanted to go up to 250, but Jay said, no, let's go to 200. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, you know, hey, Mm -hmm. let's just, let's speak the truth. Um, And for March, our listeners, I'm ashamed to say, and we we should be embarrassed. A little bit, we definitely should. No, we should be embarrassed. We spent $700 on on takeout. $700 on takeout. (sighs) To make that worse, how much did we spend? How much on groceries? And that's, that's the worst part, right? We... We well, didn't go by our grocery budget. So we had groceries in the fridge and then still had takeout. That's, I but guess see, that's the confusing part. See, the confusing part is, though, um, not the confusing part, because we actually ate. So we knew we had a trip coming up in March. And so I think this is where we essentially what happened to us, if I had to take some time to analyze the food situation, is we almost ate basically until we were out of food. And then that last week. We went hammer time on. It was. Yeah. And then we also are realizing um, during the week, we are blessed to have help with our son. So my niece will come and be here with us to watch him while we work. Um, a family of four mm. uh, with a teenager as the fourth person. And now that C is also coming into his own with eating in some ways. It's expensive. Very expensive. To feed uh, a family of four. It's not cheap. Yeah. And this is going to Costco, buying like meat in bulk, buying vegetables in bulk, eating the same like some air fried chicken, some salmon baked. Like, so um, I don't know what the solution is other than continuing to be really mindful. I know we can't have another $700 yeah, a month. Really, That's really. We not really gonna can't. be acceptable. We, we really can't. Um, but you know, we it, it may it may come down to the fact that we need to tweak the budget a little bit, or we just need to be uh, mindful on um, when we're ordering out and how we're ordering out, um, etc. Instead of it being delivered, do we need to go pick it up? Um, uh, instead of ordering from multiple places, because so many people like C can be extremely picky, so he likes his pizza from a well-known chain, and that's not really our thing. That like having to put our foot down to be like, no, you're going to eat pizza. We're all eating pizza from the same place. So I think there's room to to tighten up. I mean, and honestly, it may it may uh, it looks like the solution is probably going to come from both angles. Maybe tight increasing the budget a little bit or um, why do you make that face? I don't want to increase the budget. Either, I don't want to increase the budget either. I feel like we should be able to dollars no. worth of. Because, no, that's $1,000 that could go towards debt. And we have just put it in our bellies. Get in my belly. It's not just us. These little little monies. (laughs) Be very mindful. They eat a lot, too. They They do eat, but, like, (laughs) so, yes. um, We have to be mindful of that. Uh, We also went over on our date night. So, we had two date nights this month. Um that were budgeted for from this count and in one date night we blew our date night budget so our date night budget is two hundred dollars so we need to uh, you need to be a cheaper date 
Why are you so damn expensive? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna put your business out. Of it. I'm so not even gonna put your business out of there like that. I'm not even gonna do it. To you. Um, I'm gonna let you take that. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful. You like to eat I'm real good say, food. I'm you like to eat I'm real a, good. I'm gonna let like you win on this one. You won. Mm-hmm. You won. I ain't nobody trying to win. <laughs> you, you won this one. Don't be that way. Yeah, all this gonna turn into an argument. You won. Oh, oh, oh. You won on that one. So we went over one night. Our budget's two hundred dollars, and we had a date night that was 246 and then we had a date night in colorado which, right no that's not even included no in colorado wow. was budgeted for out of separate money what date night was this then 240 oh you want you don't want to talk about that date night that was the worst 246 date. was that oh my God. yeah 246 was a night where that's we won't even talk to each other because <laughs> we done had a big argument and we sitting across the table over a stupid expensive meal exactly. and not even that's enjoying the fault. night that's your fault <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Okay, we're not going to go there on this air right now. But, um, yeah. And then we had a really good date night. We wanted to try a restaurant that we have seen. At the Italian place? Yes. And oh, we okay. should have went to pick up that food. We got it delivered. Um, the food was really good. Yeah, that was really good. But but that was $114. So, we went over $150 for date night. Um, and so, I mean, we're going to have to cook. I'm going to have to cook you up some meals. To do better. I'm not even gonna make the joke. Though. Make it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Get with it. Get with it. Get with it. I'm not even gonna make Go joke. ahead. No, be but yourself. um, this this month, I honestly don't know what happened this month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If we, I'm trying to really put a finger on it because I, I mean, what what about it happened this month that we? And I say that because we want to try to figure out exactly what happened. Um, budgeting can be difficult. It. Yeah, I guess that's a. That's an easy way to say it, but I mean, we really got to analyze what happened and why we, why we decided to go over. And 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 once we do that, we can. And we know one thing with the, with uh, niece coming over, and that being an extra mouth to feed, that can add to the the takeout budget, but doesn't necessarily have to add four hundred dollars or four hundred fifty dollars over um the the allocated budget. It doesn't have to. Not um, all the time. And a part of it's gonna have to, you know, part of it's not being lazy either, right? If we both tired, come home. Um, instead of having an order, we both got to, you know, we both got to cook. So that's, that's what it comes down to. We got to make some conscious decisions. Why you make that face? I don't cook. I'm, Go ahead and lie. Go ahead and lie. Go I'm ahead and lie. I'm I listening. Cook. I don't cook. Go ahead. Say it. Go ahead. Nice. I, I do. I cook. Say it. You make great plantains. Love. Oh, that's you a, make that's really great make. plantains. Okay. But um, <laughs> don't worry. Don't. don't but worry. say it. I want you to. Ask I mean, how often to... did you have to buy lunch? I never buy lunch. I know. You always cook lunch. All right. So what do you? I understand. Typically, what's, I understand yeah. What's typically, I definitely try to cook unless like I'm working nights or my. You cook all the time. Yeah, I try. You cook That's all the time. What I'm saying. So you talking about so we definitely gonna have to cook as if I'm not cooking all the time. No, <laughs> I said that as if. When we do get home, and the nights that we know, we both know we tired. If I get home from the commute and you get home and you're from work, we both tired. We Are we going to like, sleep hungry? No, no. Let's say you go to sleep. You no, know, it's going to. We too. We got. We ain't going to sleep hungry no more. Those days are over. I'm not going to sleep hungry. Oh. I don't know what you want to do? <laughs> uh, but no, we can. We can make a decision to cook whip something up real quick. Yeah. And that was part of the reason why I bought the certain groceries I bought this time. It's like, oh, even if it needs to be, even if it needs to be something quick just to eat instead of, you know, having to buy something now. But 
Yes. So we have to do better. And also part of doing better is holding each other accountable. So I think taking time, you know, because, you know, I'm loved so much. So yesterday I could not figure out what to eat. And, you know, I got a little push of, hey, go ahead and order something out. If you can't think of what you want to eat that's in the house. And realizing that we had like a ridiculous amount of takeout that we had the month prior, I was just like, yo, like I'm going to figure out what to eat inside this house because I know once I add up these numbers tomorrow, it's going to be something that is absolutely shameful. And so I think both of us, even though we're real gracious, and I will say that's the nice thing, right, about doing our budget the way that we are, neither of us are like dollar snipers so no one is like "Ah, you can't spend money on that you can't spend money on that like yo don't go too crazy on certain things but there's never been a moment so far with budgeting and that's what makes having the joint accounts a lot easier is that I don't feel like I'm being micromanaged which I feel like will be extremely difficult um in terms of uh having joint accounts and budgeting, Um, especially as two working adults putting money into joint accounts together. No one wants to be told, you know, mother may I, you don't want to be in that type of situation uh, when it comes to finances, but there is a fine line between respecting, you know, what your budget is, uh, how you guys are spending and communicating like needs, wants, and making those compromises that come with the budgeting. So this month, <sighs> the month of April, the month of April. Mm-hmm. So what are we expecting? April and May. So first expectation is we have three properties under contract and we Woo-woo! expect to sell two of them this week. Yes. Thank God. Uh, God is great. And we, and yeah, then the last one may even sell by the end of the month. So we might sell three in this month and that will make a huge, huge dent in our, um, debt snowball to to account of probably two hundred thousand dollars um almost so you know we are looking forward to that again anything nothing is um concrete until the ink is dry and signatures have been signed and the deeds have been transferred over but well we gotta wait for the deed to transfer right um we know uh that this one is we know one is going to happen on um, Monday, Monday and uh, then one is supposed to happen. We're recording this on a Sunday and then one the other is supposed to happen on Wednesday. And if so, those two properties sell for our debt, that is about $120,000 wiped off of our debt right there. With an additional, you know, money cash to, to closing that we'll have um, potentially almost $60,000. So. To pay towards our um, consumer debt. And then that also adds for us about $1,300 um, of additional up, money coming right from, from payment. So, I mean, the, uh, the month is looking, um, was looking good. Yeah. Know? So we're looking forward to those things happening and, and knock on wood that these, the, the process continues and there are no hiccups and no issues on the way. It seems like right now everything is going pretty smooth. Uh, well, we know Monday is pretty much going to happen, so right. no, no issues with that. Um, and so, what's that? What else? What about what else do we? What else have we been pondering about and having a, a lot of discussions about? This is your favorite topic. Oh gosh, this is not my favorite topic. So actually, I'm, I'm going to switch every up every day about this thing. 
Actually, FYI. I'm about to switch up. <laughs> I'm switching up this order to save that to talk about last. So we do know we have some unexpected medical bills that will come in yeah. because of um, Jay's hospitalization. Um, so we expect that to come in. We have healthcare insurance, thank God. Um, we also have a flexible spending account um, that we will be able to use some of the money from that to pay towards thankfully i'm double insured so it may not even be a a major bill um right but you know i will tell you uh jay was definitely concerned with what was the bill gonna be like as he's in the hospital um whereas i'm like who cares like i mean nothing i mean look i know that we'll be fine that his health is more important than anything else. But we did end up with two ambulance rides um, and two emergency hospitalizations based upon where we were located and then getting him down to a lower elevation. And so, yes, that can be extremely costly. Um, So we're expecting those bills to come in and we'll have to address those. So you guys will hear about that. Uh, We also have summer camp coming up, which, I mean, Jay's shaking his head about the money and I'm lighting up because I love C you need to help, yeah, but I'm like- so excited for him to be around other kids for him to start to get back to normal. Um, and what we like is this summer camp is being held at the private school that he'll go to next year. And it's, I think it's going to be a really great thing to help get him reacclimated into a school environment. Um, the, The school is also really wonderful in the sense that um, his assessment came in that he should probably be in in an advanced class, but there's some areas he needs to work on. And initially we were like, hey, okay, we'll figure out how to get a tutor over the summer to make sure he is where he needs to be. And the principal was like, nope, we will just take some time out of each day and at no cost and help ensure that he has those solid uh, understanding of his math facts and everything else to ensure that he has a smooth transition. And so we're extremely thankful for that. Um, And I have a colleague who experienced the same thing. um, And she said, yeah, you know, they're really gonna put a lot into ensuring that, you know, your child's on a good foot. Um, So I'm actually really excited, probably more excited than most school years to see him thrive because we've got to see him blossom this year. In the COVID environment. And now he'll be in a classroom academic environment for a full year yeah, um, around other kids with real teachers because we are not. (laughs) And, you know, we're excited about that. And and that can't come soon enough, honestly. We're kind of tired. I think we're both tired of this. <laughs> we're almost there. We're, we're almost, almost there. there. We're almost there. So we have talked about this whole thing about if we're going to buy a house, if we're not going to buy a house. Jay thinks this is my favorite thing to talk about. Um, it is, I'm always on the fence because we have so many moving pieces that are happening in our lives. Um, but I will say, you know, I think... We made the right decision for our first year of marriage to be in the apartment to figure out, is this area an area that we really like? Does this make sense? Um, But I will say, I still have an itch to be able to have more space. Um, And 
I think almost everyone has an itch to have more space. Yeah. Our son lets us know. I mean, we went to drive around looking at houses yesterday and he selected a house. <laughs> that he felt like was house his perfect house in the neighborhood house. and making sure he had kids in the neighborhood he had his own criteria that i don't think we both <laughs> we both were um i wasn't taking into consideration but um but he was in the car paying attention um yeah and this decision is a big deal um i think specifically because of the area we live in right uh, the amount of money that we're getting ready to drop on a house and it's and I, honestly i don't think it's a house that we both would choose if if money was not an issue, right? Yeah, so, if money was not an issue, no. There would, is no it's way. Not, it's, not a, it's not a house that, these aren't houses that we would have, except with the exception of one or two, and those are probably overpriced. Um, and the, with this market, the way, the, the way this market is, um, you know, you're probably going to overpay for a home um, because the interest rates are so low. Um, so we're trying to make a very educated decision on what type of house we're going to buy, where we're going to buy it, and... Um, if it's going to be a house that we stay in, if all the other moving parts, as Liz mentioned, um, come to fruition and we need to come back here. Right. Instead of having to buy something, rent it out, and then turn around and sell it and come back and have I to try buy to buy another a house. house. And I think, I guess, to kind of really uh, expand upon this, essentially, we're in a place where we know we want to get back overseas. And uh, we're hoping to get back overseas next year. And that may or may not happen. We won't know for another few months. Um, and the thought process is, okay, well, if we're not going to be here just for another year, we could technically maybe tough it out, stay in the apartment and just live our best lives and walk away from here without a mortgage. Um, I think what we are looking at and constantly reading and educating ourselves about is the Washington, D.C. area, there is no ebbs and flow of like, oh, the market's going to go extremely down, back down where these prices are super low and then creep back up. This market continues to just climb. Creep up, creep up, creep, creep up. up. And then people continue to get like pushed further and further out to get those cheaper homes. Um, I think we're in an area that we like uh, in this area that we're like, we're okay with, it has good schools. Um, it's got a, a fairly, fairly diverse. Um, and we're at a place where we're just honestly trying to figure out like, hey, if we can buy a house, we'd be okay as a starter home that we're gonna grow in and be okay with coming back to um, after we spend some time overseas should we just go ahead and pull the trigger now realizing that you know maybe these houses are going to be maybe they'll be the same price when we come back maybe but the interest rate at that point we know, we know is going to change not, yeah these interest rates right now are ridiculously low and they're it's like we're giving money they're giving money away um and with the entitlements that we have uh based off of my military um benefits it, it makes sense um we probably be paying less if a little not a little more than what we're paying in rent right um, and when we say it makes sense so one of the benefits from uh va is so i would be utilizing the va loan there's no money down um no private mortgage insurance um no property taxes um on a property so for us that that's drastically <laughs> brings the minimum payment down a monthly payment down on on a, on a mortgage um so you know, it, it's just some of, the, some of the decisions that we're trying to make. But unfortunately, 
um, our taste. <laughs> we can't, we can't find uh we can't find a, a house with a at a de- at a price range that we're willing to to pay for right now. Yeah. Um, and we're you know we're on a search. We've seen some, um, and I think we were willing to move into something and then fix it up to what we like later on. Yeah. But um, that's the that's the decision we're we're, we're battling we're with right at. now. But um, I will. And there's we again there's places further out, but we don't want to commute either. No. Um, because if we go further out, and then we sacrifice the the, the school, time. the time and the school districts of um, for education. So it's a tough decision. Yeah. It's honestly a tough pill to swallow. Because I said, you know, um, we all know our phones are really terrible in the sense of like Jay's looking at me. So if you say something, and then all of a sudden oh, all the okay. ads pop up, and so I tell him like all of a sudden my algorithm on Instagram is all these stinking houses in Texas oh. that are like. <sighs> deep breath and he's like yo do you want to just pack up and move and i'm like how way yeah. like what yeah. it's not but it's getting over that and i think for us realizing like if we had our way i think some of the houses in this area that we would like and i think we would be okay with they're definitely like million dollar houses and we're not at a place where we want to drop a million dollars like it's just not it's not it doesn't make sense and for us, we do want a home that while we're overseas, we can rent out. Um, and so I think for us right now, we're trying to stay within a certain price range. I think ultimately we really don't want to spend more than $3,000 a month on a mortgage. Um, and ideally, I mean, we like to come in less than that if we can. About $2,500, Um but I think we're trying to take everything into account and we started to do kind of drive around the neighborhood so we can start to have an open dialogue because what you don't want to do is a, it's a huge decision. Um, B you don't want to buy a place just because at least for us right now, we're trying to save the money and in the long term, it doesn't save us money because we then end up selling the place and buying a home later at a, a higher interest rate that if we can find a house that we feel like okay if we renovate it slowly um but it's moving ready now it has you know most of what we would like we would be happy coming back to and saying hey you know this is fine um i think for us we know me going into this knowing that this is not our forever home makes that a lot easier um because I mean, ultimately, I don't want to stay in this area. Yeah. <laughs> once we retire, so knowing that and part of that is weighing on the decision as well. I mean, we know it's not a forever. You drop the money on a house that that no, it's sooner or later we'll sell anyway. Yeah, and I think look, you can we can always look at it multiple ways, but I think for us right now, um, we're gonna see how that goes. But we do have to start saving money uh for that loan process to show that we have the money in the bank and all that good stuff and so the new requirement is that you have to show at least um six to 12 months of the monthly payment of whatever your mortgage is going to be so you know and knowing that um for those that are in need of uh, or looking to buy a house you know that is a new requirement that's something that just came out this year because the interest rates are so low and everybody's buying a house um they're just trying to um probably prevent the bubble yeah prevent a bubble and prevent certain people that probably can't afford it um 
that's just a, a stopgap that they that they put that the government has put in place. So um, yeah, they want you to have six to twelve months of the monthly payment um, just to show that you know just in case you need you you have a default that you that you have the ability or you lose your job that you have the ability to continue to, to pay your mortgage. To pay your mortgage, but. Um, but selling our properties is going to help us, you know, ensure that we have everything lined up. And so essentially, like we said, we have a lot of moving pieces between finding out what exactly happens with potential jobs overseas, as well as moving into um, hopefully a new home by the summer. It's just a lot going on. So I think for us at this point, it's kind of like a day at a time still hustling as hard as we can with everything um and making sure we find the right place correct even if it's temporary making sure we find the right place exactly um so that's march for us that's our accountability uh we are looking forward to checking in again at the beginning of may to tell you how april went um, and hopefully we will have less than $6,000 in unexpected expenses this month. I'm sure we will. And, <laughs> and I had a feeling April is going to be a very, very good month. So. so, all right. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. That's it for this week's Please be sure to subscribe and tune in next